Howdy guys, I'm Aiden Matthews, and welcome to the 18th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story, as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. It is currently July 10th, 2019, 1.36 a.m. exactly as I'm recording this. Not sure when it's going to be uploaded to two factors mainly, um... Number one, I don't really have a schedule. And number two, my internet has just been garbage recently. Like, just awful. I don't know how companies like AT&T can get away with, like, providing such poor quality and such poor customer service. Because I have just had probably the worst year of internet since I was a kid. And that's saying something. Because, like, back then, in the, in the, in the early 2000s days of the internet... Shit was slow and could go wrong at a notice, and that was just acceptable. Whereas now, here we are in 2019, all these social medias, all the stuff that we do online, you can pay your bills online, all this important stuff. And yet, yeah, AT&T still out here like it's 2003, providing dial-up <laughs> with like no quality at all. So yeah, mine's been shit for a while. We're going to try to replace it sometime soon, I'm not sure. Uh, when exactly but hopefully that'll be resolved soon and I can get this uploaded whenever so yeah it's pretty much been going on with me I guess uh, I didn't really write down topics for this I just kind of want to talk for a bit that's kind of what Aiden on Anchor has always been it's just an opportunity for me to talk about stuff and uh, for people to be able to hear it and kind of take what they want out of it so yeah, I'm just going to ramble a bit. There aren't going to be any set topics here, so whatever I write down in the description of this episode is probably the, the ramblings that made sense, uh, but a lot of them probably won't, so hey, what are you going to do? I've been thinking a lot about celebrities, um, and I'm not sure why, because I was never into like celebrity culture. I don't care for like the, the E network entertainment network and all these paparazzis and shit following people around and hounding them at every waking second of the day like who cares if Lindsay lohan took a bath i don't give a shit right i got more important things to worry about than than the livelihood of a celebrity but uh i've been really getting into like celebrity interviews in particular um a series called blank on blank on youtube it's like these celebrity interviews with like really good animation and it's just fascinating to listen to because, like, some of them can be really profound and then some of them can be insanely stupid. Uh, but no matter what they are, they're, they're always entertaining and they always provide some sort of thought on something. Um, and it's just been interesting to hear not necessarily a celebrity's perspective, but just, like, another person's perspective on ideas that I think about uh, all the time. Outlaws, life and death, happiness, all this sort of shit. And you're just hearing, like, a celebrity talk about them in, like, a fucking New York cafe or some shit like that. And I'm like, damn, these are really solid. These are really, really cool. I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to them. They haven't made a new one in, like, two years. So if you're going to go look this series up on, on YouTube, you have all the old episodes, like, about 80 or so. But there are any new ones. So I'm uh, watching through them, and I'm going to be kind of sad when I get through all of them because they've been really, really good so far. Um even if they're from celebrities that I have no idea who they are or what their connection is. It's still just fascinating to listen to. I, I, I love hearing
hearing people hearing people talk whether it's through like interviews or podcasts or YouTube videos or or update videos especially I love update videos it is an addiction that I have to update videos and for like most people most people hate update videos right they're they're just a spur of the moment no special editing no special filming techniques just a dude sitting in front of the camera updating you about what's going on and sometimes they can be like a minute or two and other times they can be like three hours long of just updates upon updates and it's like wow this is fascinating to me <laughs> and it shouldn't be because they're always outdated by the time you get to them and the information presence so wild but i i just love hearing people talk to the point where like i'll watch update videos of youtubers who i don't even know who i don't even like and just sit down and be like oh this is just pleasant this is just this is just really really pleasant I think part of me having depression and dealing with that is that you spend a lot of time bottled up in your own thoughts so to be able to listen to other people like speak or say some of those similar thoughts you're having is like really powerful and it kind of inspires me even when I don't feel comfortable to talk about stuff and have that opportunity to talk about stuff because you know for a lot of people what keeps you sad and what kept me sad was just bottling in shit all the time and so I'm, I'm, I'm really <laughs> I'm really lucky and blessed that I, that I live in an era where I'm like I can download a program called Audacity and just fucking speak into a microphone for people to hear. Not a lot of people, granted. Not a, not a big amount. Not even more than the, the radio station. But it's still such a lucky, a lucky opportunity in time where I can just say anything, get out any of my frustrations onto a mic, and people will just listen to it. And it's like, damn, <laughs> how cool is that? How cool is that? And so I'm able, uh, in return, to be like incredibly honest with myself sometimes sometimes I, I like holding stuff back but a lot of the time I like to be honest with myself it's fascinating I've been thinking a lot about like what would happen if I died or whatever where where my life would be at at this current point if I just left and not in like a suicidal way Obviously, not in a, I'm gonna take my own life kind of way, but in more of like a, let's say an accident happens or I get a brain tumor or like something out of my control happens and I'm gone, either tomorrow or a couple of days from now. Just just thinking about what would what would my legacy be, what would my my qualities about me <laughs> would live on. Obviously, because when people die. You remember you remember stories and you remember moments and you remember qualities and you try to remember the good stuff and not the bad stuff. You try to remember the best things about people when they go. And I'm wondering, like, if I died tomorrow, hypothetically, what would people remember me for? Is it for YouTube? Is it uh, as a family member? I mean, obviously your family would miss you and you would would have conversations like that would it be known as the that the shy kid in college would that be 
a legacy of mine? Would it be uh, the dude who wrote a bunch of comedy songs last night about really stupid shit like Mountain Dew and Gamer Girl Coochie? Like, would it be known as the funny guy or the weird one? Or the guy who got into to, to heated arguments about shit on podcasts that weren't even necessarily supposed to go that direction at all and I just derailed it for some reason. Would that be it? I would hope it would be something like real nice and be like, oh, that Aiden guy was real sweet. That Aiden guy was real was real nice. He, he treated me uh, like a person and that was cool. And I hope it'd be something like that and not necessarily, yo, this one time he DM'd me a, a feat pick and i'm like ew that's kind of gross i don't want feet pics <laughs> i hope i'm not the feet pick guy for the love of god i hope i'm not the feet pick guy jesus that would be awful that'd be a really bad legacy to leave behind i, I think part of the reason a lot of people like want to be famous or or want to entertain or want to make people laugh or a lot, a lot of YouTubers, I bet, get into it mainly to leave an impact on the world, to have a legacy to leave behind. Actors do it, comedians do it, YouTubers do it. They get into it so that they can offer something back so that when they are gone and when they do leave this earth, uh, there's, something, there's something to remember. Because I feel like it's, it's a fear among people like that that, they, they go through all this, this work and they put all their energy into something creatively and then years go by and you don't even remember them anymore. And that's the reality. A lot of people aren't remembered. A lot of people die every day and uh, their family could be gone or didn't even know they passed away or died somewhere overseas or went on a missing flight that never came back or, or something awful like that. And it's just like, are those people remembered? What about, like, people from 100 or 200 years ago? Are those people remembered? How far back do we even have memory <laughs> of certain people, right? Like, we know about uh, old presidents or, or Greek philosophers or historical figures, right? And we get a little bit of information about them, but we were never around to see them in their prime. So it's really hard to get, like, a full grasp of stuff like that. So I, we have an image of them for sure, and we remember like a part of what they did. We never do really get the whole picture. And so it'd be kind of a, a little bit of a fear of mine to, to go, whether it was through an accident or whatever, and not be remembered by people, <laughs> and at least in some positive fashion, hopefully. I think about that stuff a lot. Even before I was depressed, actually, I, I thought a lot about about legacy and where where we go and all that sort of stuff. I hope to keep working at it, honestly. <laughs> because the sucky part about about dying hypothetically tomorrow or something like that is that you you're not the you're not the full grown you yet, right? It's like if I'm gone tomorrow, I won't have time to to make that painting I really wanted to or to uh, be a better dad to my kids or uh, finish a painting or, or something like that like that would be awful <laughs> until I think about like if I were gone now I'm picture how many how many videos I 
I didn't make or write some music that I never did make or stuff like that. Like I'd want, I'd want to be around to, to live a full experience and close to a full life and be like, look how much stuff I left behind that you could go check out if you ever wanted to at all. And the internet's crazy with how much stuff is left behind. <laughs> We're starting to see now with like the Etika story and stuff like that of YouTubers who had left a, a large legacy of content all over across the internet. And they're just gone now. And they can't make any more of it. But all that content is there and is simultaneously also competing with content produced by people who are still around. So much is put onto YouTube every day. So much is put onto podcasting places and, and websites and blogs and all this content is getting pushed out on the internet every single day that it's like, it's hard to keep up with on occasion. It's, it's hard to follow a lot of it. And I can't even imagine being gone after having such a presence on the internet. Like, how long does that stuff stay remembered for? How long does that stuff stay in the public mind before we move on to the, to the next new hotness? the next new thing or the next new video because realistically most videos don't even get launched and even when they do the, the odds are very unlikely that you're even going to rewatch it unless it's like really good so how much stuff just like goes unseen is incredible how much stuff doesn't even get viewed doesn't even have an eyeball on it a lot of trash I assume doesn't get looked at a lot of bad content probably doesn't get looked at, but there's probably a lot of good stuff that never even has a view on it. And you're wondering, are, are, we, are we missing out on this? Is this person even still around? You know, did something happen to them? Who knows? Because there's so much hitting you at every single second. You're like, well, can't really focus on that anymore. On to the next new thing. We move so fast. Entertainment moves so fast. And sure, there are, like, a few constants. There are a few, like, solid things that, that last. Traditions and styles and things like that. But in terms of, like, people and, and themes and, and fads and all that sort of stuff. When you're hot, you're hot. But when you're not, you were, you were out of there. <laughs> Most people are lucky to get, like, a, a moment in the spotlight. Most don't even get any. And even the super successful are lucky to get like five or ten years before before the next thing happens. We just move. We move so fast. It's even more true now with like streaming services of Hulu and, and Netflix and movies that are coming out and fan-made movies and indie stuff. There's so much stuff to see and experience. How much of that stuff gets remembered? How much of that stuff stays in your mind for longer than a day or a week or even a year? I wonder when I get to the point of being of being old and, and weary and hopefully not senile, if I'll even remember like back to the video games episode three. or two or even older like the splitter show will, will 68 year old me be able to 
vividly recount that? Will all the people who watched that video, who are now in their 60s or 70s, be able to recount that video from memory? Or even remember just, like, slight aspects of it? I'd wager probably not. Because internet content and, and stream services, it's a lot like fast food where, like, you enjoy it in the moment. And you eat it up and you're like, wow, this is good. But then are, are, are left with this kind of, like, empty feeling afterwards. And you consume it, and you're done with it, and you move on to the next thing. <laughs> and there, there are exceptions. There are pieces of content, whether on YouTube or, or any social media or Instagram, that stays with you, that really connects with you. But it's like one in a million, right? Maybe even a bigger number than that. Will people remember fucking <laughs> Back to the Video Games Episode 4 is that one piece of content that spoke to them on an emotional level so much so that they remember it more than 80 million YouTube videos that were uploaded that day? More than the 100 billion that were consequently uploaded in the years following? Stuff like Legacy really gets to you. And in a way, it can kind of be like demoralizing a little bit of being like, well, I'm not all that special. I'm not all that important in the grand scheme of things. But it can also be reinvigorating. It can also be a moment of, if I want to be remembered, I have to start being better now. And that doesn't mean, like, make better content or, or, or fucking write a better song. Ultimately, it comes down to, like, being a better human being. <laughs> being better than who you were yesterday, mentally, physically, emotionally. Being a good friend being a good son, being a good parent. When you have that that legacy argument floating in the back of your head, it's like a constant reminder of like, how can I do better? <laughs> so that when I'm eventually gone, people will remember me. And that's so funny. It's so funny that the legacy thing is, is even a deal because like when you're dead, you can't see what other people think of you, right? Your brain's shut off. <laughs> of course, if you believe in like an afterlife or stuff like that, maybe you would be able to see the impact. But you know, I imagine that like most people will, will never know. Once they're gone, they're gone. Why would a dead person care about what other people think of them? It's only when we're living that we have this this idea of legacy implanted in our minds in the first place. But once you put in all that work, and once you try. To have this big legacy left behind you, the moment you die, you'll never know if it paid off. <laughs> you'll never know. You might assume, and you might do something so big and so wild and so crazy that it eventually lands, and you're like, okay, when I'm finally gone, people will remember me, but you never know, for sure. You never know what people are going to think and, and, and how they interpret things and where history writes your name. Will it be positive or negative or somewhere in between you always think of, of people in, in shades of grey and not necessarily this guy's bad and this guy's good but in more of a shades of grey type of thing where like I think there's good qualities in everyone even serial killers and murderers and fucking rapists and all those people like sure we know them as as awful people and they definitely have a lot of awfulness about them but to say that there's nothing good in there I don't believe that I'm not that pessimistic 
but even like really good people like don't necessarily have pure qualities about them through and through there's a flaw somewhere in there there's a flaw in all of us there's a flaw in every single one of us and so I think like what are my what are my big issues what is the what is the Aiden Matthews flaw that gets written down <laughs> was he too anxious was he too depressed was he too fidgety did he never make his mind up was he a dreamer was he someone who was so unrealistic that he that he put in all this energy and time and and didn't consider the real world consequences because he wasn't a, a realist he never he never lived down to earth was he too nice did he stick out his hand to too many people and and got taken advantage of by people who he thought was friends or, or mentors or heroes even was he manipulative did he get people involved in projects only to further his own gain like what's the flaw that goes down you never know you'll be dead <laughs> you'll be dead in the ground there's no idea of telling there's no idea of telling and I think like part of part of even accepting death is accepting the fact that like when you're gone you have no control over what happens after that and that's okay I hate the control I have now <laughs> not having not having to worry about all that sort of stuff when you're gone you're gone there's there's no responsibilities there's no tasks there's no physical issues there's no mental issues there's no diseases loss torment all these things are just crashing down on you and on every single waking second of the earth once you're gone none of it matters anymore and that's really cool but you also can't like fucking have happy moments either so it's just like accepting that accepting that one day i'm gonna grow old and die and whether or not I'll be remembered in the most positive light or not is out of my control. And putting that control away is like the, the key step to accepting that. That like I can't live forever. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live forever. Uh, I can't live forever. I can't control my legacy. I can't control what will happen to me in every single way. There's there's just certain factors that are uncontrollable. If I get a brain tumor tomorrow, like, oh, that's uncontrollable, right? I had no, I had no influence in that. Crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. I think right now I just need to to live in the moment to take every day as, a, as an opportunity to do something new and interesting and even if days go by where, where nothing inevitably happens I don't really contribute much to my art or I don't watch a fascinating video or I don't walk or I don't contribute to my health or I do nothing but sit in the bed all day and stare at the ceiling <laughs> that even when days like that happen there's always an opportunity to do something new again the next day because there's so many days there's so many days I don't want to do the math but if you live to like 70 you realize how many days you have an absurd amount of days and some people even live longer than that 
like somebody who lived to be 125, I think. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Imagine how many opportunities that person had. Given that much time, you can do anything. You can do anything in that amount of time. People say life is short, and that's definitely true to a certain extent, but we're given... We're given a lot of time, some of us are, to, to really figure out what we love to do and who we want to be with and how we want to act and how we want to portray ourselves. We're given a lot of time to figure that out. And some people do. And some people dedicate their lives to all sorts of wild things like tennis or farming or singing or being an entertainer or whatever. I like to think that hopefully when I get older, I'll be able to still make videos or maybe even movies or really find a way to, to entertain people, whether it's through YouTube or some other platform or maybe even do a podcast. Who knows? I could be a pretty good radio host. I could, I could do a mean interview one day. These celebrity interviews, I'm telling you, they're giving me the secrets that I need to do some incredible stuff. So we'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure. But yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say, a little bit, because that was just some of the stuff that was running around in my head for about 30 minutes. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you had fun listening to that. If not, that's cool. But hey, if you did, be sure to let me know on however you do this on Anchor. I don't know. Comment, email me. Talk to me on Discord. However, I have a YouTube channel, Blue Catch Productions, where I try to make quality YouTube content sometimes. So if you enjoy that sort of stuff, go check out that channel. That would mean a lot to me. And hey, next episode of Aiden on Acres, episode 20. That's kind of a big kind of a big milestone around here. Of doing a podcast like this for 20 episodes and spending this much time talking about all sorts of wild topics. It'll be a good one, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I've been Aiden Matthews. This has been Aiden on Anchor, episode 19. 18? 19? I don't know what episode it is. This has been Aiden on Anchor. I'm Aiden Matthews, and I'm signing off. Peace.